Melbourne AA Steps Weekend 2007. This is Steph talking about Step 4. Hi, I'm Steph. I'm an alcoholic. I'm very nervous alcoholic today, but um, also it's a, um, it's a great honour to be asked to share. So I'd like to thank the committee for asking me today. Um, it's a great opportunity to um, do some service and try and carry the message. Um, I'm speaking about step four today, but I thought I probably won't be able to feel 20 minutes about step four, so I'll just share a little bit about my, my story, how I got to step four. Um, I won't bore you with all my drinking tales, um, you know, probably not much different to your own, um, but um, I loved to drink. I absolutely loved it, and I loved the effect that it gave me. Um, yeah, I wanted oblivion. Um, I wanted to escape my fears, my feelings. And alcohol um, enabled me to do that. And um, I drank for a long, long time. Um, and for most of it, I pretty much cruised along. And, you know, every now and then I'd get into trouble and I'd just think, oh, you know, just a bad night. But, um, yeah, then I, um, I met a, a friend... I started to work with her and um, I thought she was pretty cool and um, I liked her a lot but we used to go out and she didn't drink and um, I thought that's weird um, and I, I didn't understand it but I thought well she seems pretty happy so um, anyway this friend ended up 12 stepping me into the program and um, took me to my first meetings and um, yeah I went about, I lasted about two months and I thought, no, this isn't for me, you know. I knew I had a problem, but um, I, I was, wasn't ready to give up the lifestyle that I had and um, I was still in a lot of denial, I guess. Um, and I was a binge drinker and sometimes, you know, I could go out and I could have two drinks and then I could go home and I'd be fine. And I think... For me, that that kept me in denial for a lot longer, maybe than other people. Um, but you know, eventually, after going to meetings and hearing what I heard, I went out and drank for another year, and um, that year was hell. Um, lots of bad things happened, and um, like it says in the big book, the methods that we tried, I tried most of those. I tried, you know, sticking to one drink or never drinking in the morning or never drinking at home. I, I pretty much tried all of those methods and um, by the time I came into AA, I was beaten. Um, I was totally defeated. Um, and I, I was hopeless. I was hopeless. I was at that point. I was just miserable um, and I didn't know where to go. Um, I didn't know what to do with my life. And um, Myers spoke last night about the bedevilments from the big book and um, most of those I could I could tick off. Um, I'll just read them here. We were having trouble with our personal relationships. Yep. We couldn't control our emotional natures. Yep. Um, we were prey to mis misery and depression. Absolutely. Um, we couldn't make a living. Well... I wasn't so sure about that because I still had a job, you know. That's another thing that 
that kept me drinking for another year because I listened to the differences, you know. I, I, I still had friends. I still had a job. I, I still paid my bills. Um, yeah, I didn't think it was that bad, but it was. Um, we had a feeling of uselessness, yes. We were full of fear, absolutely. Um, we were unhappy, yep. And we couldn't seem to be of real help to other people. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much me in a nutshell. So um, yes, I came back to AA and um, I went to a meeting on a Sunday afternoon and it was full of lots of old men and I was so, so scared. And I remember sitting at home on the couch and praying to this God who I didn't really believe in. I've never been religious or gone to church or anything like that. But I sat on my couch praying for the courage to walk into that meeting. And I don't know where that came from. Um, but yeah, I made it to the meeting and nobody spoke to me. And I, I sat up the front and um, this old man got up and shared and... And he shared, you know, emotions and feelings that that I, that I could totally relate to, and um, and it was a really profound moment because I, as I sat there, I just knew that I was in the right place, and um, it was amazing. And you know, I left that meeting, and still nobody spoke to me, <laughs> um, but um, I, I felt like I had hope again, like I, I knew I was in the right place. And um, I managed to find another group with lots of young people and um, people that talked to me and, you know, made me feel welcome. And um, and everyone looked happy and, you know, they had sparkly, clear eyes and, and they seemed pretty happy about being there. And, and um, I thought I can give this a go. And um, it was at my second meeting that I met my sponsor, my first sponsor, um, and she said to me at that meeting, she said, I, I guarantee you, if you work these steps and if you do all the suggested things, um, like get a sponsor, um, find a higher power and um, keep going to meetings, she said, I guarantee your life will change for the better. And um, it did. It absolutely did. And luckily, she, she had a lot of time to give me and... We lived um, quite close, so we spent a lot of time together. And um, because I'm a bit of a closed book and I don't really share my feelings too easily with people, and um, I got to know her and I was able to... I pretty much told her my life story before we'd done the fourth step. Um, so by the time we sat down to do the fourth step, I felt quite comfortable, even though I was still quite fearful and scared. Um, I felt quite comfortable with her. Um... And so, yeah, I'm very grateful for all the time that she gave me. Um, and she helped me to find a higher power as well, you know. Um, it, yeah, I was, I was praying, but I didn't know to what I was praying to. And I thought I was way too cool to say the word God. Like, just, just no way. So I used to say HP because I couldn't even bring myself to say higher power. Um, but that is the great thing about AA, is it can be whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to be a, a religious God. Um, and so I, I could handle that. And um, so, yes, by the time I, I was, I think I was two or three months sober when um, 
when I came to write my fourth step. And I have to be honest, it's all a bit hazy. I don't remember a lot about it. And um, I remember just being very confused. Like, I didn't really understand what the hell I was doing. Um, But, as I said, my sponsor had a lot of time to give me, and she said, well, you just make the first three lists, the first three columns, and um, I'll help you with the fourth column. And um, so, yeah, I sat down and I made my list of resentments. Um, And top of of the list was the old ex-boyfriend, of course. Um, My mum, just for being mum. My dad, for lots of things. Um, You know, why didn't he let me have that pony? We lived on a farm. I didn't understand. Like, I was so hard done by... And, you know, that's the thing. Like, I, I used to, um, if, when I came into AA, I was always the victim. I was always blaming other people. Like, if he, did, if he hadn't done that to me or, you know, if this had happened or that had happened and poor me and I was just so full of self-pity and self-hatred. And, um, yeah, the, the fourth step helped me to, um, to see my part in things and... Um, and yeah, it was a real eye opener, and it 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 um it changed my life. It really did. Um. So yes, I got to my resentments list, and I actually had to think up a few people because I just thought it's not very long. It's not long enough. Um. <laughs> so I thought I'll just add her. You know, think up something, because you know my my sponsor showed me she had like four pages or something. Of resentments, and I'm just like, mm, I'm just not that pissed off at that many people. Um, but I'll keep going. Um, so, yeah. Then I made my fears list, and um, I had so many fears. It it could be a mile long, but I just stuck to the main ones, and um, and that was great because. Um, Just to voice them, just to get them out and just to share them with with someone else, they kind of lose their power a little bit, if that makes sense. Um, and, you know, she said to me, you just need to pray to have these fears removed and, and, and you know, ring me up when these fears are just so overwhelming. Call me. I'll call someone else in the fellowship and just talk about it and just get it out. And it, it's very true, you know. That saying, what is it? Problem shared is a problem halved. Is so true. Um, So, yes, I didn't do my sex inventory with my first sponsor, Um, and I don't blame her at all. It was just the way that she did her fourth step. That's the way she was shown, and um, I pretty much shared my life story with her anyway. So I felt like I had told her this stuff. But I didn't put it down in writing. And um, so I've always felt, I kind of felt like I had this nagging feeling that I haven't done it properly. But then that's kind of how I've gone through life, is that I'm kind of not doing things right. And um, so I was thinking, well, maybe I have. But um, it wasn't until um, I started going to the steps in St Kilda group seven o'clock Sunday nights, um, which is now my home group, um, 
I started going there probably, oh, it's nearly a couple of years ago now. And I planned to only go for the first 13 round, the one round. And, um, yeah, I learned so much there. And it was just amazing. Like, people were talking about a solution. And, and you know, I thought once I'd done my steps, I thought, that's it, I know everything. But the more, the more I, I, I go to, to meetings, you know, the less I know. And, so I've been going to Steps for yeah, nearly two years now and um, every time I learn so, so much from it. And it wasn't until recently um, my sponsor was actually chairing the meeting and she actually explained, I don't know, you know, even though I've heard it a million times, something she said just clicked and I thought, I need to do my sex inventory. I haven't done it right. And, you know... There was a night I remember waking up and I was in a pool of sweat and I was thinking about this ex-boyfriend and how I'd treated him and all this guilt and shame and, you know, I was two and a half years sober or something and um, it's like it didn't occur to me then that, yeah, I need to do my sex imagery. So this time when I heard my sponsor talk about it, it just all made sense. And, you know, she also suggested using the dictionary, which was a real novel idea to me. Because when I came into AA, all these words like resentments and defects of character, it's like, I don't know what they mean. I've never used them before. It's like a whole other language. So when she suggested that as well, it was like, oh, my God, why didn't I ever think of that, you know? So simple. But anyway, like some people say, I'm a slow learner. But um, so anyway, this time... I sat down and I wrote out my sex imagery in one hour. It was just, it just flowed and it was just so easy and I felt so good after I'd written it, even though I hadn't shared it with my sponsor. It was just a relief to get it out and get it on paper and, you know, once I got it out on paper, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. You know, I've had this stuff going around in my head for so long and the guilt and the shame. So, how long have I got? Five minutes. So, um... Yeah, I shared that with her and I I really find it hard talking about the fourth step without talking about the fifth step, so I apologise. But sharing that with her, it was just amazing and it was freeing and, um, you know, the fourth step gets such a bad rap. But, um, okay, (laughs) two minutes. Um, Okay, I'm trying to wrap it up. Um, See, I thought I was going to get up here and not know what to say and I'm blah, 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 blah. I could keep going for ages. Um, yes, fourth step, it was amazing. It was freeing. I felt, even the, the, when I did with my first sponsor, the resentments and fears, it was like having a backpack taken off my shoulders. It was just the best feeling. And um, so if fear's holding you back or whatever, just please just give it a go because it's so worth it. It's life-changing. It's, you know... This is the stuff that keeps us sick. And once we share it with someone, you feel a whole lot freer. Um, So I'm going to leave it there. Thank you for listening today and thanks for asking me to share. Information about the annual Melbourne AA Steps Weekend is available from www.stepsweekend.aagroup.org.au. Thanks for letting me share.